sisters. System pistol, my barely missed her. My soul is just gonna save my brothers and sisters. Get up! Ah, get up! Ah, damn right. Cat Day Mo Show coming at you for the next two hours. A lot of you won't be able to listen for the next two hours. Some of you are going to take the small dose. But there are those of you that will listen for the full two. We call that the big load. Small dose, big load. Either way, it's coming all over your face. Freeman takes a 20 years later. Of course, it does what consciousness faded. New generations believe in them fables. Gangsta Pokey on two turntables. So no love, so it's easy to hate it. Desecrated while the current awaited. Any given Sunday, so where y'all ran it? With slavery, lynching, and them drugs infiltrated. Like that doll Chucky, baby. Keep coming back to live love life like I'm crazy. Keep it moving, rising to the top. Got first clean living, you don't stop. Revolution means change, don't look at me strange. So I care what people are, the rappers be saying. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Harder than you think is a beautiful thing. Thank you, Drew R. Garabo, the John Sending. I'm going to say this real quick. There are very few faces, a handful, I can probably count them on one hand, that regardless of no interaction, pre-interaction, post-interaction, it just doesn't matter. Just seeing their faces makes me smile. Drew R. Garabo, you are one of those people, my friend. So it's time to leave you a preview So you two can review what we do 20 years in this business How yourself saw she wins People bear witness Sending you I So don't mind if I repeat myself These simple lines be good for your health I get it, I tease You know I love you too Life like I just don't care 5,000 leaders never scared Bring the noise is the moment they fear Get up, still a beautiful idea Get up, throw your hands in the air I'll say this. There are two cats instrumental in my radio career. One cat, that's Ron Bennington, formerly of the Ron and Ron Show. You're welcome. Spikes, let me turn your mic down. All right, thank you. <laughs> can't get anything. Can't let me do turn, anything right now. Let me turn yours down. <laughs> Good Lord. There are two people instrumental in, in my ongoing radio career that span closing in on three decades. Ron Bennington of the Ron and Ron Show, formerly of the Ron and Ron Show, probably. And Spike had asked me a question about, you know, you know, deciding what you wanted to do and knowing what you wanted to do and did you pursue it or did I told you, man, I kind of fell into what I ended up doing uh, outside of the movie uh, things that I do, uh, film making and film work. Uh, Ron Bennington instrumental because I was called on the Ron and Ron show and uh, Bennington took a liking to me. Uh, they would always take my calls. I mean, I think uh, any show right now today, if we look up at the call screen and we see a certain name, we go, boom, going to put that on. That's a quality call right there. We don't have to do any guesswork. Uh, fake Spike JR has that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. has that yeah. He's very instrumental uh, to your career. If, huh? I, if, I, if I see a fake Spike up there, mm-hmm. I'm shutting it down, whatever the conversation is, and I'm going to him. You would have to. Yeah, he I mean, jumps. If he called in and there are five other callers ahead of him, we go to fake, uh, fake Spike first. Uh, Steve, uh, in, by, by and large, has that, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
kind of recognition as well. But anyway, so I jumped up. I was uh, I was one of those uh, what you would maybe term premium callers. Then they invited me in to do a bit, and they liked the bit, and then they brought me in uh, to kind of be an intern. Uh, and uh, I, I never left. And um, I, because Bennington had a comedy club, and I had never even thought about doing stand-up because he had a comedy club. Ron Bennington's comedy scene used to be on Clearwater. Uh, I, you know, would go in there, you know, because that's where everybody would be hanging on, on the weekends primarily, you know, maybe during the weekday because Bennington would bring cats up or he would just be showing up and, 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 and doing a stand-up routine here or there. Uh, I decided to give my... Uh, give give myself a shot at it. I had a friend, Kevin Rogers, love him to death. Uh, funny, 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 funny cat. Uh, very successful. He's you know he's not doing stand up. He does it every now and again. When Billy Gardell comes down, he opens up for him a lot because you know they're good tight friends. Uh, I saw him do it, and you know we're peers. You know you know mm-hmm. you know, yeah. no, no, we boys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I saw him getting laughs. I'm like, man, you, you know it's it's kind of a backhanded compliment where you go. Well, if he can do it, yeah, then I can. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I can do it, yeah. and I, and I'm really selling short the 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 effort and the skill and everything it takes to get up there and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 I did, and you know, and so I ended up by virtue of being nothing but a caller on a morning show that I loved. Uh, it, being getting into radio, starting radio at, in mornings. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what one start? Well, who's the Drake say? Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, you started at the top uh, and you stayed at the top. Uh, huh? Started at the top. No, now I'm here. Oh, <laughs> now you're at the bottom. Started at the top and now you're yeah, on the bottom. I started at the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm at six feet. <laughs> but that's a side point. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't yeah. need we don't to. Have to you know, yeah, semantics. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to ruminate on mm-hmm. that. I know there's no semantics. <laughs> you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right where I'm where I'm good. And so, uh, so, and I did that, and I made a career out of radio and stand up uh, for X amount of years. Still, still, obviously doing both. So, Ron Bennington was instrumental, and also instrumental in so in so much as he's just a funny cat. Mm-hmm. I still listen to him on Sirius Satellite Radio. Is that where he's at now? The Bennington Show. Gotcha. Absolutely. I, I he's he's doing radio with his daughter. Oh wow! It's the first. Father daughter is father daughter show, or father child show, whatever kid show mm-hmm. uh, that is a radio show that has ever uh, you know been around, and 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 he's still still less funny. So uh, Ron Bennington, I I kind of I patterned my not patterned my comedy so much after his style, but he compelled me to try and be as funny as I can because this. This guy was quick. Yeah, I have never seen, and even to to this day, I heard. I've never heard somebody as quick with the with, with the comeback mm-hmm. as Bennington, and 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 so he really shaped me in a lot of ways. You know, you're talking about a cat that grew up without a father. Uh, I had never met my real father. Stepdad was abusive. I didn't really attach myself to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying he was a father figure. But he gave me, he provided. He gave you the tools to be successful in what you're doing well, right now. Not, not necessarily. In terms of comedy uh, well, and Well, not radio. necessarily the tools. I will say this. I was a funny kid. I grew up okay, watching. Okay, yeah. I, I grew up Way watching. Way to put yourself ahead. I grew up watching Good Times, so I modeled myself after JJ. Okay, I was gotcha. A, I was a thin, thin kid mm-hmm. that looked kind of pretty. 
Okay, so I, that's why they called you Kid and, Pretty and back I, then. And, and mm-hmm. I grew up in the in, in the, the rough and tumble uh, projects of Chicago. Mm-hmm, so I, if you didn't have the muscles to fight, mm-hmm. you better be funny. Okay, gotcha. That that's was, where you went. Yeah, my my development also my development as far as as far as humor goes. Because I remember again, and and you can relate to this. I also had my. I talked to you about this. My mm-hmm. stepdad, you know, being a. By it was a survival instinct. Yeah, I thought if I'm funny, my dad's not gonna hit me. Oh wow! Uh, Ooh, I thought tough. if I'm funny, uh, the 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 kids that were bigger than me, and that was pretty much eighty percent of the kids. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was real thin. I was eighty percent of the kids. I was like, well, if I if I can make them laugh, mm-hmm. they're gonna go beat up the kid that's just as thin as me. <laughs> <laughs> but they got no jokes. They got no, <laughs> <laughs> they got no jokes. So the foundation was there, mm-hmm. but he 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 gave me he gave me direction. Mm-hmm. He showed me how to to improve it. So, a, a, a major figure in 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 my life, and I have never got to tell him this. And I, wish, I at some point I might reach out to him. I don't know if it matters. Is he still here in the Tampa Bay? Area? He, no, no, he's in New York. He's doing uh, uh, serious. Yeah, oh, he's okay. in New York. Uh, been there, I believe, since he left. The uh, since Ron and Ron uh, broke up, and the second figure that is key is Drew Garabo. Oh wow. And I've talked about this here and there. I'll reiterate it. Uh, Drew Garabo, when I when I when I left Mornings in Columbus, left, said I'm done. I I, I don't want to work for you. I'm going through a divorce. I need to be down in Florida with my boys. Uh, six figures. Mm-hmm. Left it. Best decision I ever made. And if somebody ever tells me uh, you'll do anything for money, you're talking to the wrong person mm-hmm. because I have quantitative proof. That I won't do anything for money. Mm-hmm. I left a six-figure salary to come down. Ended up with a job on the fan that is no longer here. CBS is the fan, and I was making ten dollars an hour as an overnight board op, mm-hmm. not even on air as an overnight board op. And I was in a one-bedroom apartment, and yeah, I had I had shared custody of my two boys, and the manner in which I would eat would be they loved Sonny's. Sunny barbecues. They love the grilled cheese and fries, um, and we didn't do that all the time. But a lot of the times, I would go through the drive-through, get them, you know, two orders, and you know they were small, so they they would leave the crust and a little bit and some fries, and that's what I would eat. Oh no! I would wow. eat, well, you're making you're yeah, trying to yeah, pay, you're trying to pay the hour. rent. Yeah, 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 you're making ten bucks an hour. Um, you didn't have another side gig, or uh, you, no, you were not doing that, comedy or nothing uh, like that at that time. Uh, I, I, you know, you, I, I, I have not yeah. gotten into it yet. It was hard to do comedy mm-hmm. consistently if I'm responsible, if I'm not married, yeah. and I can't say, okay, uh, wife, you watch the boys, mm-hmm. and I'm going out to do stand up at night. Yeah, you know, I had, you know, I had, I had them primarily at night. Uh, but I will tell you this: some of the best times I have ever had in my life was eating their leftover food uh, because they were there with me because I knew that I had made the right decision. I knew there were times when I was up in Columbus with the six figure salary where on a weekend I'm off. I'd be like, oh, I got all this money in my account. Let me go and try and buy something. Mm-hmm. Now, not needing anything. Let me go. And, 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 and I will it's say. It's almost lonely. Like, I, you're lonely for sure. It, the, for making the money, I, I'm not going to tell you that money can't buy happiness. 
Tell me that now. Money, money, money may not be able to buy your happiness, mm-hmm. but it puts you in the proximity. Of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It puts you in that direction <laughs> for but, sure. But I will say this: some of the loneliest, some of the most unfulfilling time in my life was when I was making the most money that I was making, mm-hmm. and 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 that's you know that's in the fact that when I wasn't making money. When I was having the struggle, uh, I was having so much fun just having my boys there. Anyway, so uh, I'm on the I'm on the the fan, and I I'm listening to because I have no interest in sports. I wasn't listening to that station. I was listening to the Bone. Mm-hmm. I'm a big talk radio junkie. Uh, I grew up in Flo- uh, grew up largely in Florida after we moved down here. Bob Lasseter uh, was my first love of talk radio. Mm-hmm. Loved Bob Lasseter. Uh, radio uh, radio legend for those that know talk radio and those that have been around in Florida long enough. Bob Lasseter was the cat, and I was kind of a regular caller on his show. One of the one of my proudest moments is when I called in and said something, blah, blah, blah. He goes, Maurice, you, you make sense that you always do. I didn't realize the guy even realized I kept calling in mm-hmm. and whatever. But that but that was a light, nice little uh, point of recognition for me. And... um. And so I was listening to The Bone, and my favorite show was In Your Face with Drew Garabo. Oh, that was great. Uh, oh, I'm, my I'm goodness. saying something. I'm saying yeah. something. Drew Garabo and John yeah. Sinton doing great things. Yeah. But that In Your Face. Oh. Yeah, bring back the zap, Drew. Yeah. You just got zaps. You know? I love it. He was regulating nickels. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was so beautiful. He, he, he was regulating Mark-ass busters and bust-ass bust marks. marks. Yeah, get it. <laughs> And at first, when I was listening to that show, I was like, what is this? What is going on? But then you understand the beauty of the show over time when you start listening to how he just roasts people on there. And the beauty of it was there were so many people that didn't like that persona. Oh, my God. Yeah. But they always listen. Oh, yeah. They always to more people that don't like you will listen sometimes than people that do. Like you'll go on social media websites and they'll go, well, this person has uh, X amount of followers, so he must be popular. And then you go down the timeline, it's like the f- 80% of the people are, are, are roasted. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> 80% of the people following you are following you just so that they can roast you. Mm-hmm, yeah. That So that that's fact. Mm-hmm. That is fact. And uh, I I love the fact that, I mean, he's just quick. Yeah, he was he's quick. Just, yeah, he's he was very, very, I, mean, just, I mean, he would just come at him, and it kind of reminded me of Bennington, so I kind of, you know, I kind of. Uh, that was the same know, style as, um, uh, not di- the same style, but like, the, you know, they were both kind of uh, like roasting. Different styles, mm-hmm. that, because Bennington wasn't like a roaster. Mm-hmm. Different styles, but equal quickness. I gotcha. And that mm-hmm. is what I gravitated towards, the quickness of it. And I said to, and I reached out to him. And I said, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, there was a little bit of interaction. You know, I went to the Tampa Bay's Got Talent. He was one of the judges on the dais, uh, you know, and, and, and he voted for me and everything. It was very cool. But then I said, hey, uh, if a job opens up at the bone, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's a job sweeping floors, mm-hmm. let me know. And I want it. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, because all I needed to do. Was all I I needed was be in the building. Yeah, just get your foot in the door. I knew if I was in the building, I could make something happen. <clears throat> he went above and beyond that, and I'm be very quick about it because I've told the story a couple of times. Uh, he was doing a fantasy football, no, no, but prior to the fantasy football show, he was going to go away uh, to Orlando. There was some uh, thing with you know radio host, uh, and he was it was a uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and he and he said and this is unprecedented. 
I mean, you know, this is a guy, you know, an afternoon drive, not afternoon drive. Uh, I think he was uh, doing. No, that was uh, where there was a Roger and JP spot, uh, 11 to 2. Yeah, that's still afternoon. Uh, uh, yeah, but not afternoon drive, drive like it is now. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's called something different and it's escaping me right now. Um, and he said, he said, come in and host those three days. He doesn't. He doesn't necessarily know me from Adam. I mean, we'd had interaction. He, I kind of, you know, he kind of knew my, you know, my history, uh, my resume. Uh, but still, that was from me telling him. That was from us talking. That wasn't from him listening mm-hmm. uh, to anything. And so that took a huge, huge amount of trust to hand over the reins of his show, very popular show, contract show, mm-hmm. um, to an unknown, an, uh, an unknown in this market at that time because it had been a decade to, uh, since Ron and Ron, uh, to an unknown entity, which was myself. And, um, and, and that got me in the building that got me recognized by shark, who was the program director at the time. Mm -hmm. And then he brought me on to his fantasy football show, uh, for a couple of a month or so. And, um, I was able to go through shark and say, Hey, can you give me a Sunday mm-hmm. so that I can show you what I can do? And he said, yeah. Now, again, he said, can you give me a, I say, I asked, can you give me a Sunday? Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Sunday. Hey, Sunday. Just one. <laughs> I said, hey, yeah. Sunday. And he said. If a black man in it, he'll take a mile. He said, huh? well, I, hold on to that, though. Because <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. And I showed up one Sunday and uh-huh. I did it. And Drew was, and they, going back to Drew, he, uh, he loaned me Kayla who was part of his pro show at that time. Mm-hmm. He loaned me Kayla uh, because I was unfamiliar with the board because mm-hmm. I'd always been on the other side. I'd always been yeah, Galvin. Like cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it, I wasn't familiar with the board. So he loaned me Kayla, and we did a Sunday, and it felt good. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Came the next Sunday. Showed huh? up next Sunday. <laughs> Did you even have a, a badge yet? No. I had Kayla. <laughs> Kayla was my badge. <laughs> you was like, hey, Kayla, you going to come next week too, right? Yeah. Oh, Kayla, yeah. Kayla, Kayla was loving it too. So, and I did, and I ended up showing up for about two months worth of Sunday. Oh, wow. Before Mike Olivero at that point goes, and Mike knew me from the fan mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and and from Ron and Ron. I said, Mike Oliver said, like, hey, if you're going to keep coming in here, we need to get you on the payroll. Yeah. Because now you, you're a liability if you're coming in here and you're not on the payroll. And he went to Shark and he said, you know, he said, uh, hey, we need to blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, and he got me in. And I think I was the last Shark hire. Oh, wow. And, 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 and understand some. You understand the tenuous nature of radio and getting people in. I got in at the right moment, mm-hmm. maybe the last moment. Shark left. Mm-hmm. Post Shark, I don't know that there were any opportunities that were going to open up uh, that would have been available to me. If le- if anything, there were less opportunities. Less, after less, after left, absolutely. Yeah. So had it not been for Drew R. Garabo's graciousness for his trust in me and for the willingness to even listen to me because as radio guys, we get people, hey, man, I can do this. Hey, I want to mm-hmm. do this. I want to be on. You get that all of the time. And you go, yeah, 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 I'll get back to you or whatever. Uh, you cannot help everybody. And knowing that you cannot help everybody sometimes makes you not want to help anybody mm-hmm. because you don't want to see be seen as showing favoritism. It's a, it's a tricky concept. Um, but 
had it not been for him doing what he did, uh, that gave me my second. I've been here 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I've been here 10 years. And I promise you, had Shark left, I don't think I would be here. Yeah. Had Drew, nobody. I, I, and I, also, I, Drew gave you your name, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I, I knew Mike Couter. Me and Mike mm-hmm. Couter, Couter, we had sat and talked and blah, blah, blah. But Mike Couter was stretched thin. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know that Mike Couter uh, had uh, the time, nor maybe necessarily the 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 concern of trying to fit me into this format yeah into this station uh and yeah when i was doing the drew Argarabo, when i was going to do his uh saturday uh night uh fantasy football show i was listening i was sweeping floors in lynn loves uh loves artifact mm-hmm. I, I was doing anything that i could yeah, yeah. that's what i'm gonna do yeah sweeping floors and i'm listening to in your face and he goes, yeah, I said, this Saturday, you know, I'm going to be with blah, 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 the other guy. Uh, and and he goes, and some cat named Mo. Oh, wow. <laughs> because he didn't know me. Yeah, yeah, uh, so he referred to me as some cat, cat named, named Mo. Mo. Yeah. And, and I said to myself, true story. I said to myself, if I make it onto that friggin' station, I'm going by a cat named Mo. Mm. And right yeah. now, mm-hmm. right now, and I'm going to introduce everybody when I get back. Right now, you're listening to the Cat Named Mo Show. I love you, Drew. It's a cat named Mo on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic.